Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hold up. Hello, good afternoon, welcome in. It is On the Block. It is not stricken Austin, it's Rico in Austin. Yeah, you get yourself a different Bellevue S alum. Heck yeah. They loved us so much at the end of Old School yesterday. Back by popular demand. I'm Here back, baby. Here we go. Here we are. You know you guys love us. How could they not? It's really impossible. It's true. Very lovable people. You know what else it's impossible not to love? Mary Ellen's. Oh. Thanks to them for uh, sponsoring this show. They're at 27th and Pine Lake. Right by where I used to live. I'm bummed I moved away. Oh. So I love the house, but that was nice and close. Yo, Mary Ellen's is delicious, and I, I need to get back out there. because. What's your go-to when you go there? Oh, the ribs. You're a ribs guy? Okay. It's the ribs. I'm a big, big ribs guy. I had their wings for the first time the last time I was there. Life changer. That's a game changer. And their beans are the best beans I've ever had in my life. Best beans. I'm a brisket guy. The wings look so good, though. I have not. I need I, to have them. Actually, time. I have had the brisket. That is really good. No, mm-hmm. but I'm just, I was a big ribs guy. And Mary Ellen's ribs are, they would change your life. That's I got to try them next time. It's a fact. Anyways, Mary Ellen's, 27th and Pine Lake. You can uh, stop in today. Also, order online, maryellens.com. Shout out Charles and the crew. Busy show here on the block. We'll uh, get into Nebraska basketball versus Illinois. More of the same. From this team, we know what they are. They're going to win one. They're going to lose one. Mm-hmm. It's how it is. Uh, we'll look at the, the Big Ten, how the, the standings are looking right now, and kind of the outlook uh, for the rest of January, at least, before we turn the corner into the, the dregs of February. And also the officiating conversation. Hmm. Is it holding the league back? That's a question I want to get hmm. into. Uh, what else do we have this hour? We have uh, Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. We'll chat with Evan. A lot of Husker football, maybe get to some Husker baseball as well. That right around the corner. You're playing the shootout today. Shootout with Rico. Shootout with Rico. Spoiler alert, I'm a terrible shooter. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, there's that. I'm more of a defensive guy. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Beverly type? Yeah, yeah. I'll lock you down, but don't ask me to make a shot. Fair enough. Uh, 3 o'clock hour, then we'll get into the Big Ten West. A lot of change at a lot of schools mm-hmm. in that division. Nebraska's not the only one with changes, so we'll, we'll look at that. Maybe do some NFL buy-sell, and then we'll finish out with the crossover with old school. So, Nebraska basketball absolutely wrecked by Illinois. Not Dis- a great look. Disgusting first half. Just yeah. brutal. Tough to watch. That was an 11 o'clock ESPN2 kickoff <laughs> of a basketball game in the first half. Mm. Just disgusting not good Derek Walker two early fouls Manuel Bandemel a couple early fouls Wilhelm Breidenbach three Love it. early fouls Love it what'd be physical what did we decide 24 fouls in the first half it was 24 fouls combined for for uh, Illinois and Nebraska in the first half um you know probably somewhere around 40 something if you include the, the fans watching the game like <laughs> look man it was just whistle after whistle after whistle the the refs made sure that everyone knew they were there that's that's pretty much all it was. Like they're like, hey, we're here too. Big Ten has a lot of those guys. It Unfortunately, appears. we we know the names. Mm-hmm. If you you say the name Bo Borowski, hmm. fourteen 
fan bases have a bone to pick yeah, with that she guy. Yeah, she got Bo Courtney Barosky. Green has been on the block recently with the uh, the Ohio State Rutgers ending. I don't know what's going on. He was the one that made the call against C.J. Wilshire mm-hmm. uh, in the Purdue game. Then uh, the Iowa, one of Iowa's last games, he was there wrapping people had a problem with them. You shouldn't know these guys' names. No. There, there are guys like Ted Valentine who will work the odd Big Ten game here or there. Uh, Kissinger, Kip Kissinger is another one. DJ Karstensen in the Big Ten. Roger Ayers, more an ACC Big 12 guy. But you don't know the names of the good ones. Like, you should you should know the names of them just because... The, the good ones because there's something that stands out about them. Like, Ed Hockley in the NFL. Sure. Like, he's just a big dude <laughs> being a ref. Like, that's, that's why you know Ed Hockley. Not because he makes bad calls. Like, it's it's... It should be an anomaly when you know the refs' names. It's usually either because of something silly or because mm-hmm. they're very bad. Those are the only two reasons you know a referee's name. And we know far too many names in the Big Ten. Yes. That being said, it's not the reason Nebraska lost the game last no. night. It was bad. It was atrocious. Derek Walker wasn't good. Part of that has to do with the early fouls. I'm sure he wasn't in rhythm. Mm-hmm. Dane Danger took him out of the game. Yes, 100%. He did. Derek Walker's got to be better. Which than was that. very strange because if you think about the better bigs in the Big Ten, I don't think you're thinking about Dane Danger. And no. you and you look at who Derek Walker's already gone up against mm-hmm. and how much success he's had about of with these players. And then you go up against Illinois and you can't get it. He was getting shots up over a seven foot whatever Zach Eady, mm-hmm. but Dane Danger, who's much closer to Derek Walker's Six, size, two seventy, couldn't get a shot off. No. And that's, you know, partially due to the referees and, again, the early foul trouble. You know, he's been called for a couple offensive fouls for lowering his shoulders, so he's probably playing a little bit timid in that respect. But also, Dane seems like a very good shot blocker and for some reason wasn't getting called for many fouls when physicality seemed to be at a pre- or, uh, seemed to be like something that wasn't really allowed in last night's game. Right. To me, it also comes down to scouting. Illinois, I think has the book on Nebraska. Other teams will too. Mm-hmm. So as much as it was an individual effort by Dane Danger, as much as it was you know, some of the refs you know, letting some stuff go, not letting other stuff go, Derek Walker's got to get into the bag a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Fred Hoiberg has to find different ways to get him the ball. And there's that balance between what do we do that works for us that we know we're good at and how do we adjust to what we think other teams will do? Mm-hmm. We've seen that problem in football for so long. Nebraska has something it likes to do. Other teams you know, adjust to that. Where's the adjustment to the adjustment? Exactly. That's the mark of a, a good coaching staff and a good team. We haven't seen a whole lot of that. No, it's it's what are you going to do to take away or to, to add on to what that team is taking away from you? And for Nebraska, it was they, they took Derek Walker out. and The other team didn't take Derek Walker out of the game early. No. The refs took Derek Walker out of the game early. Then when he got back into the game, they were playing through him, which is something that they love to do. They're playing through him. He got a couple easy buckets, or not buckets, a couple easy assists, some great passes, mm-hmm. some flashy passes from Derek Walker. And then Illinois adjusted, and they started taking away those those cutting lanes for Derek Walker to get the passes through. So then he just has the ball at the free throw line, and he's looking to get it back out to the top of the key to a, to a Sam Griesel or to an Emmanuel mm-hmm. Bandemel or to somebody to, to reignite the offense and get something going. And unfortunately, Nebraska's offense didn't adjust to that and was not able to do really anything when Derek Walker didn't have the ball in his hands. Because you saw multiple mm-hmm. times, and this is something I realized, they it was almost automatic, the passing at the top. So you would have Sam bring it down, he'd pass it to Derek or, or Wilhelm in the middle. They would turn around and pass it to whoever on the other side. And two times, Wilhelm got the ball, immediately turned and passed it, Easy steal, easy bucket for Illinois. 
you have to mix things up. You can't just run the same play, Mm -hmm. the same motion over and over and over if it's not working. If it's working, sure, go ahead and keep doing it. But if it's not working, you got to switch things up. Because they're going to read that, they're going to react, and you're going to give up two easy buckets, two easy points. Right. You got to see how much you can make things look the same at the start, but have different actions off of that. Mm-hmm. The other big takeaway for me is Juwan Gary went down. We don't know exactly what the issue is. I haven't heard yet. He was getting checked out. Only 16 minutes. The second time, it looked like it was a shoulder. Again, yeah. like he was limited the first time. It, you know, uh, one of the Illinois players like swatted a ball back, kind of caught Juwan's hand and pulled it back, his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And it's the one that already had the brace on, the big brace yep. on it. And then when he came back, he had ice on his shoulder on the bench. So I'm guessing, I, I'm not going to guess the exact injury, but it's 100% a shoulder injury. That's the guy Nebraska needs to be full speed. Yes. He does. He provides so much for this team. Not the most skilled guy. He can knock down a three here and there, but his energy on both sides of the floor. Nebraska was lacking that last night, which was Mm -hmm. weird at home. Again, maybe some of that's, you know, the flow being interrupted early on. Mm -hmm. uh, Very stop and start first half. But that's where you, you want and you need a guy like Jawan Gary in the game to try and provide that spark. I mean, there were two instances where a spark was lit by a different player. Emmanuel Bandemel to start the second half mm-hmm. lit the spark with a three and a big dunk. And then, as I said earlier on the crossover, Illinois called a timeout and immediately responded. And then Wilhelm Breidenbach, when you're down by 22 points or whatever, he goes on an 11-0 run by himself to pull mm-hmm. you within 11 points. Illinois responds with another corner. It seemed every time they needed a response, they just went to the corner and hit a three. And it didn't really matter because there were a couple that were decently contested, nothing but net. They were just on fire and could not miss from the corner. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're talking taking shots from the top of the key, they weren't hitting those as, as regularly. But from the corner, it seemed as if they couldn't miss. It, it almost seemed as if a guy got the ball in the corner. If he threw it up, it would probably go in. 8 of 29 shooting from long range for the Fighting Illini, that's adequate three-point defense. You hold a team to, you know, sub 33%. Mm-hmm. You take your chances with that math. But it didn't matter because of the turnovers and just the general lack of juice mm-hmm. from Nebraska. The threes were timely also. Yes. It's not like, like you just, you know, you just read they weren't hitting a lot. They hit eight of them, which doesn't seem like a lot. But it was every time Nebraska needed Illinois not to score. You would have much rather given up a layup, but you're giving up a three. And it just takes all the juice out of the building. Right. So Illinois, it's second straight win. They went on the road and, or went at home and beat Wisconsin, come on the road and beat Nebraska. 26-point loss. It's one thing to lose to Illinois, who's clearly more talented than Nebraska. But to lose by 26 at home after you get a big road win, that's the disappointing part for me. Mm -hmm. And we're still looking for that consistency. I don't understand it, how you have such a senior-laden team. If you look at Griezel, Walker, Bandamel, Gary, who's been on that team before, and even guys like, you know, C.J. Wilshire. Case they tell them not, who've played plenty of minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they have to be, you know, the exact same team every night, but still, for such an old team with guys who've been around the block to have this wild of swings from looking, you know, not like world beaters, but having that resolve against Minnesota and then it all falling apart against Illinois and then mm-hmm. having that be at home, I don't understand it. Help me understand. I really wish I could. The only thing I can I can really add to that is they are a senior laden team but a lot of their seniors are coming from different places so this is again this is the first year that they're playing together which is not really an excuse because there are other teams who do close to the same thing maybe not as many transfers in or as many new faces Mm -hmm. but they'll have a decent amount and it seems as if they gel pretty quickly whereas Nebraska it's taking a while and there are games like you said games where they gel and everything looks uh, copacetic and fantastic and then other games where 
it's you know you Nothing lose by much. twenty plus to Illinois, right? So it's I don't exactly know why Nebraska is so inconsistent, but my main guess is just that this team hasn't played together as much as some of these other teams have. Where you know in Illinois, I couldn't tell you how many transfers they have in, but I can tell you that a lot of them have been at the University of Illinois for quite some time. Two guys that haven't: Matt Meyer and Terrence Shannon, who were big in that game for Illinois. Uh, Coming up next, we will talk to Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald, get some Husker football thoughts. We'll hear from some coaches tomorrow. Uh, We'll see what Evan expects to hear from them and a whole lot more. Evan Bland next on the block.